2: Thinking sideways.
3: I don't
2: understand. Does not compute. You
3: never know. Can't the think the decline? What?
2: Stories of things we simply don't know the answer to. Well, hi there. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Sideways. I'm Joe, joined as always by. Devin. And Steve. Yeah. So, you guys ready to solve another mystery? Uh yeah. Okay, well let's roll up our sleeves and start a solving. So, uh, <laughs> so this week uh, we're going to talk uh, about uh, a person named Jean Spangler. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, Jean
2: yeah. Spangler, yeah, old
1: Jean Spangler,
2: Jean Spangler, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's let's find out what her mystery was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she was. A dancer and a model who had also done some bit parts in in movies in the late 1940s, and and she lived in Los Angeles. Uh, She lived in a two-bedroom apartment with her mother, Florence, and her five-year-old daughter, Christine.
1: Didn't she also live with her brother-in-law and sister-in-law?
2: I, I've seen that little that little nugget out there, but apparently her brother was actually killed in the war, and so but they were still in good terms with her sister-in-law, Sophie, mm. mm-hmm. and Sophie was from out of, was so Sophie wasn't living there, but she was staying there. She was from in from out of town on a visit.
1: I see that makes sense. Okay. Yeah,
2: and so yeah, sure. so that would have been pretty crowded to have everybody living there, you know, full time.
1: Yeah, you know, but
2: yeah, I think it happened. I think that's what it said, like on the wiki page for this. Probably, it had that yeah. on there. I think that was inaccurate. A lot of a lot of inaccurate stuff on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> careful. Yeah. Yeah, we're not going to get a tour to yeah. emails about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, let's back to our story here. Uh, at the time that our story begins, October 1949, uh, Jean Spangler was 26 years old.
1: Oh, baby.
3: She, yeah,
2: I know. She had uh, she had been in eight different movies, all of them uncredited. Mm. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the shame. <laughs> She'd been married briefly to a guy named Dexter Benner. Uh, they divorced in 1946. And they had a baby, between, a child between them, Christine, and there was a nasty court battle, and she eventually was awarded custody of the daughter.
0: And, and along with child support. Well, didn't she have to... Wasn't it initially they awarded custody to the husband yeah but he was such a jerk and kept denying her visitation well, that eventually so she said yeah well she, the, the court eventually sided with yeah. her and they changed their mind and, and gave custody to her
1: actually the divorce is interesting they were married for like four months uh initially right mm-hmm. so they got married when she was 19 and they were married for four months before they separated and then saw yeah. each other on and off for five years before they finally divorced
2: yeah i know Come on, guys. Yeah, good
0: at commitment. Come on.
2: I know. That's sad. Kids today.
0: (laughs) Today? Yeah, kids
2: yesterday. (laughs) Okay, back to our mystery. On October 7th, 1949... Jean left her daughter with, with her sister-in-law, Sophie. Uh, her mother was out of town on visiting relatives in Kentucky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she said that she had to go see her ex about child support, which she apparently was late on. Oh, I and heard
1: that he, she wanted to increase the amount.
2: That too, I amount. think. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard both of those things, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, she also said that after that, she was going to go work on a night shoot for a film. And, uh, well, long story short, she never came back. She never returned home. And no, to this day, nobody knows what happened to her. Or probably somebody does, but they're not talking.
0: Right. Typically, that's yeah. the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So the next day, Sophie called the police. Uh, they took a report. They didn't do anything because they figured, you know, it's Hollywood. People are people are partying all the long. She probably just and... went on a bender. And yeah, like... yeah. Yeah. So obviously they're mm-hmm. not going to waste their time. And again, Sophie is the sister-in-law. Sophie is the sister-in-law. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Who
1: was watching Christine, the daughter. Christine, too, the daughter. Right?
2: Exactly. So the day after that, Sunday, October 9th, uh, Jean's purse was found in Griffith Park by a park ranger. The straps on one side had been torn off, which suggests some sort of violence. Uh, and so this galvanized the police into action. The next day, they got together a bunch of cops, like 60 cops and a 100-plus volunteers, mm-hmm. and started combing Griffith Park. And they found nothing. I think the search went on for three or four days.
0: Well, And Griffith Park is a... It was a big park. It was like it's what it's a thousand acres yeah. or something.
2: Oh, well, I think it's more than that. I okay, mean, just I just really remember big. it
0: was it was just a huge area to have to mm-hmm. search. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and I don't think they searched the entire park. This is at one specific. Yeah, I'm field. sure
0: they combed the area yeah. around. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm sure they went away. But yeah, they, they, I mean, searching that entire park. Oh my god, that'd be like searching Forest Park. Yeah, it's like yeah, <sighs> it's yeah
1: huge. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's really huge. Uh, okay, back to the purse. Uh, it had no money in it except for a silver dollar, which was her lucky charm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops. Fail. Yeah. <laughs> but her sister-in-law said that she had had no money when she left on Friday, so it doesn't look like robbery was a motive. Mm. And she, of course, you know, was when you're doing things like having bit parts and as an extra in a movie, you're not really making a lot of money. Yeah, so and living was, with
1: your mother. Yeah. With your,
2: yeah. Yeah. So every, there was ID and the usual stuff you'll find in a purse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The big, uh, it, the big item of interest was a note which read, "Kirk, can't wait any longer. Going to see Doctor Scott. It will work best this way while mother is away." And uh, it ends with a comma as if she'd been interrupted while writing mm-hmm. writing it. Although I've seen a photograph of the note, and I can't really tell. It looks to me like it could just as easily be a period. Yeah, a I, I
0: wasn't sure about that.
2: Yeah, so I don't really know. Although
1: it, you would think you would sign a letter, yeah, I was, I was, I, I was
2: thinking there would at least be initials at mm-hmm. the bottom. Of sign. There's nothing else, yeah. yeah. So it does have a certain unfinished quality to it. Mm-hmm. On October twelfth, this was the Tuesday following, or no, mm-hmm. excuse me, the Wednesday following. Mm-hmm. The LAPD got a surprise phone call from none other than Kirk Douglas. Hmm. You know Kirk Douglas? No. Nope. You don't know Kirk Douglas? I don't
1: know okay. what, why. Why do I know Kirk Douglas? Because
2: he's yeah. the
0: father of Michael Douglas.
2: Yeah. Spartacus, paths to glory, paths of glory, um,
0: you are so <laughs> killing me. <laughs> the generational gap really is making me feel old right
1: now.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. Wait, he was he was the one who was in Spartacus, not Michael Douglas was not the one though. We no, were. not Michael no. Douglas. It was no. Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. Then was in yeah, Spartacus. then I know who he is. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, good. It's yeah. also
1: sometimes just fun to do that blank stare just, with you guys for a couple up.
0: minutes. Yeah, I so know. we both freak out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not nice. It's fun. Yeah. No, it's fun. No,
2: I could do that. I have heard of Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Kirk Douglas, as you all know, uh, was a famous movie star. So he phones him up just out of the blue and tells him that he totally was not the Kirk that the note was addressed to. <laughs> so he's yeah. just
1: like, hey, LAPD, what's up? Yeah. That Kirk? Yes. That note, that's not me.
2: That's, that's not, not me. me. Ah, no. No, it's yeah. not me yeah huh. <laughs> so okay that's but,
1: suspicious maybe yeah
2: gene spangler had had uh, a bit part in a movie recently that douglas has started in called young man with a horn mm-hmm. also starring lauren mccall and doris day mm. and and uh apparently douglas said that he had heard about it somebody that he knew that he was acquainted with had read about this recognized the name checked she was in the movie and uh mentioned it to him some
0: studio yeah. exec Otherwise mm-hmm.
2: Yeah those guys Are probably always You know putting out Little fires and stuff Like that mm-hmm. you know So they probably said You know said hey You know talk to your Lawyer then call the Cops and get, get out Ahead of this story So I'm sure that's Yeah this is, this is I was mean was. this
1: is Before like Us Weekly Right That yeah. would have been Like Kirk Douglas Or
0: Well there, there's always Been those Those Hollywood dirt rags Though where they're yeah. Always trying to find Stuff about mm-hmm. people So you I can imagine That they As Joe put it They're, they're putting out Fires way ahead of time mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Before those guys can even get to it. Yeah. Although,
1: I guess it seems like the sort of thing that, like, you would figure out a way, like, your publicity manager would probably figure out a way to, like, on the lowdown, let the LAPD know, hey, we're just trying to get out, Had this, want you to know it's not him. Uh-huh. Instead of like personally phoning the LAPD and being like, hey, guys, this is totally unsolicited, but mm-hmm. it's not me.
2: Well, it's it's really interesting, too. So he phones like the senior investigator, and, and I'm sure he got some, you know, some secretary or, mm-hmm. or you know, somebody, like, somebody like that. Uh, can I tell him who's calling? Kirk Douglas. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Click.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Prankster.
2: Yeah. Yeah. By the way, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, he just, he told the police that he remembered talking to her on the set a little bit, but uh, that, other than that, he didn't know her personally at all. When, uh, Jean's mother got back from Kentucky, she told police that Jean had actually dated a guy named Kirk and had gone out with him at least twice, but that she didn't know his last name and had never met him and knew nothing about him. So that was it. So it could have been another Kirk.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Because this guy, he always he stayed in the car and she yeah. went out and met him so the mother never could get a, a, a good
2: look at him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, on the other hand, if I were famous actor Kirk Douglas, I don't know that I would be like...
2: You probably want to keep it on the down I, well. Yeah, I
1: wouldn't be like flaunting it around. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know
1: what his like marital girlfriend status was at the time, but...
0: Mm. I believe he didn't have one.
2: Uh, uh. Mm, I don't know. I haven't done any research on him actually. I mean, I, uh, I did a little bit. And I covered some some uh, unsavory things. Yeah, so I'm sure I,
0: we'll get into that later. But I I,
2: I, I wasn't really going to bring that up very much because yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it when the time you know? comes. But so and this this episode is not about Kirk Douglas anyway, <laughs>
3: except
2: his behavior was mighty suspicious. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Gina, as, as far as dating, she, apparently she was dating somebody new at least a couple of weeks before her disappearance, um, And but it turned out that the cops tracked him down. It turns out he was a writer named Peter Brooks, so mm. nobody named Kirk. All right, that's the high-level part of it. Now we're going to go back and get into a little bit more detail without being tedious about her nothing, of course.
3: Oh, right. So back yeah. To the start. Tedious.
2: I know. So I, I'm, I'm going to give you a little a little brief timeline here. October 7th, 5 o'clock to 530, and I've seen both of them depending on where you read about this. She leaves the apartment. Uh, she's going to go see her ex and then going to go to a movie shoot. Uh, Six o'clock, she's seen at the farmer's market at Third and Fairfax, which is about 800 to 1,000 feet north of her apartment. So pretty close by. Mm-hmm. And there was a clerk there who saw her hanging around, said she was there for around 90 minutes, just browsing, sort of hanging out. And, and the clerk said that uh, he got the impression that she was waiting for somebody. Mm. Didn't talk to her, but just got that impression. That's and that's, that's,
0: How do you get that? Okay, well, I, I don't understand that. How, if it's a farmer's market, and I've been to farmer's markets... What do people do? They wander from booth to booth, and they check out the wares and the goods. Mm-hmm. So what I don't get is, uh, how does that infer that I'm waiting for someone? I, d-
2: it, I mean, say. I mean, she was probably, like, looking at her watch or look, checking the door regularly or something like that. I don't well, know.
1: Well, I mean, I think that what we classify as a farmers market isn't whether it is classified as a farmers market in the f- mid 40s late 40s. You know, late 40s I don't think I don't think that that's the same thing I don't think it's the same sort of like street fair situation I'm not really sure I could sure. be wrong but you know in LA they have that famous it's not like a farmers market but it's kind of a It's a mall that's attached to what used to be a farmer's market and it's, it's booths and stuff like that, but it's really, it's like lots of storefronts together. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember what it's called right now, I'll be honest.
2: It's called the farmer's market. (laughs) Actually, actually, no, this place is still in the same spot. It's still called the farmer's market. I don't know if it looks the same. It Mm -hmm. looks, it looks kind of mallish, but it looks like some of the buildings are kind of old. There's a lot of new construction around it, but it looks like at least a few of the buildings are old wooden buildings
1: yeah I mean I think that I, uh, yeah I think we're talking about the same kind of place maybe maybe it is the farmer's market I, maybe it's yeah. not but it's you know it's it's like booths it's kind of more like a boardwalk I think is maybe the way that I would describe it lots of like storefronts not like somebody's just like brought their little cart of
0: food mm-hmm. and like
1: set it up under a tent which is kind of what I think of with like a modern day farmer's that, market uh, yeah that is kind
0: you know? of what I'm so thinking so
1: I think of. you could kind of say like it's all surrounded you know it surrounds a square kind of area it's easy to just kind of be loitering and wandering and especially if you're doing it for 90 minutes and you really don't ever buy anything and you kind of just are looking like disinterestedly in things i think it's easier to like you i think it's possible to say i'm sorry all that to say i think it's very possible to say it's it'd be pretty easy to say that person was just waiting for somebody
2: yeah okay no no, i was just curious
1: long explanation sorry
2: (laughs) yeah all right, seven, back to our timeline, 7 o'clock. She calls home to check on her daughter and uh, says that she'll be home later. Talk to Sophie, of course. Okay, okay. Yeah, so obviously from a payphone in the farmer's market because she didn't leave there till about 7.30. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, by the time she left, of course, it would be dark. I checked. Sunset on that day was 6.30 p.m. So was twenty eight please six twenty eight let's be specific, wow, yeah, I know, <laughs> and not that you know not that it matters all that much, but you know it's just um, easier to murder people when it's dark out, <laughs> yeah, okay, her next sighting was uh six hours later, October the wee hours of October eighth Saturday morning, one thirty a m she was seen at a table in a restaurant called the cheese box at sunset and laurel canyon, um sitting with the dark like a tall, neat man, as he was described, with dark hair, 30 to 35 years old. And by the way, the location of the cheese box is about two miles north of her apartment.
0: So not too far away from home. Yeah.
2: Mm I mean, she might have caught a ride, caught a bus, but she could have easily walked it in that time, although I'm doubting she did. Uh, She was still at the cheese box, apparently, at 2.30 a.m. A a different eyewitness saw her there, but she was sitting uh, sitting at a different table and arguing with, with a couple of guys. And, of course, let's... So you know, some of these sightings, let's let's face it, might not have been her. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are yeah, after yeah, it there's hit the a papers, here. Yeah, yeah. After yeah, so I, I'm I'm pretty convinced the guy at the farmer's market, you know, since she lived so close by, I probably knew her was mm-hmm. or was familiar with seen her. Seen her enough. So that was yeah. probably an accurate one. Uh, uh, so anyway, early that morning, it's just kind of vague. Uh, she, a gas station attendant, reported that a convertible with a man and a woman pulled in for gas. And, of course, at this time, her disappearance had not yet hit the papers. Mm-hmm. So he had to see but apparently, she reportedly looked like Jean. And the guy in the car said that they were going to go to Fresno. And then, as they drove away, the woman yelled, have the police follow this car. So the attendant called the cops, but the cops were not <laughs> able to find the car. <laughs> it probably was a joke. You know? um, I was going to yeah. say. Is your refrigerator running? I mean, yeah,
1: <laughs> really. I yeah. mean, you know, it's like early morning. She's probably drunk. And just, like, think this would be hilarious. Let's uh-huh. yeah. just yell that. Yeah. Because really, like, who's going to... How are they going gonna... <sighs> to...
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, I think that probably that stuck in his mind a little bit. And finally, when he picked up the papers and saw her picture and heard about the disappearance... I'm sure. He sort of, yeah, his memory, his memory probably played a little trick on him there. Uh, but then at the same time, maybe it was her. I, I'm doubting it. So, sat- that same Saturday, somewhere between 6 p.m. and 10 p.m., her purse is dropped at the Ferndale entrance to Griffith Park, which is uh, three and a half miles northeast of the cheese box. And the the timeline for that particular one was about the guy who found it. I think his name was Henry Angle. He was a park ranger. And he didn't find it until Sunday, the day after. And so I'm not sure why he's so sure it was between 6 and 10. I mean, maybe he was by there at at 6 p.m. on Saturday and didn't see it there. And they, and then maybe perhaps they closed the park at ten o'clock and shut the gates. I don't know. That's the only way I can think of that he knew that but it had he to would be have, between but six and But if they 10. closed
1: the gates, it, it would have been there, and they would have seen it when they closed the gates.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, what? I don't think it. I, no, no I, I don't think it was right by the gates. It was about ten feet inside the entrance of here. So it, it just
1: but, seems like that. I mean, you do a patrol. Like if you close the gates to a park, you you close the gates. But, yeah. but you know, a I new... mean,
0: gates to a park, I doubt mean that the thing has got a cyclone fence around it, and it's a tall chain link fence. It's probably just... Bars across the road, but any any goofball can walk by or
2: stop mm. and
0: throw something into the bushes in oh, the Oh, totally, park.
2: totally. So yeah, I think sure. I, I think that this this is kind of shaky. Okay. And also, I, I I went and looked at the park entrance on Google Street View. You know, you know me, I always have yeah. to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, every story. I didn't see any evidence of uh, massive massive chain link fences or anything like <laughs> no, that. No, that's not what yeah. they
3: do at parks. <laughs> no.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, a park that big. I mean, trying to close a park like that off. I mean, forget it. How are you yeah, do that's that?
3: Near you can impossible. you
1: can close parks like that. You know they do this with Washington Park or For- Forest Park in Portland. Yeah. You close the roads yeah. so that car traffic can't get through, but yeah. pedestrian traffic there's no people way people can keep still them sneak in. So yeah. they just don't even try anymore. Yeah, yeah. No,
2: it's not worth it. Okay, next in our timeline, uh, October ninth, nine a.m. Uh, a Fresno man saw her in a uh, in a bar in Fresno with a man. And so, apparently, once again, so this is October 9th. Uh, she still has not hit the papers. And apparently, she was saying she was, it's 9 a.m., she's sitting in a bar with a guy and said something on the, the order of, like, you know, I just had the worst night of my life. Or, he, I don't know if she said that to this guy or if he overheard her saying it. I think she, I think he overheard her. Uh, and so, I don't really, I, I don't yeah, really that, believe that this sounds... one either. Again, this guy, this guy was hanging out in the bar. Probably had had a few himself.
1: He's and, at a bar at 9 a.m. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, let's I be know, honest. know,
2: really. Let's seriously, that might be one reason the police discounted this. They mm-hmm. didn't take it too seriously. Uh, okay, so anyway, that same day, the purse is found. And, of course, that gets the police all hot and bothered. And they start to the search the next day, Monday, October 10th. Uh, that same day, October 10th, Davey Ogle, uh, is, who was a guy that Gene reportedly dated for a while, or hung out with at least, uh, he disappeared too. He was an associate of an L.A. gangster named Mickey Cohen. Hmm. Yeah, and another one of his, another one of the gang, uh, Frank Nicoli, had vanished about a month before.
0: Hmm. But
2: these guys actually had reasons to vanish. So yeah, they, 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 were, were, they were under indictment. They were, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to remember what they were indicted for. Yeah, conspiracy oh. was the official charge. But Is that I don't, that what it I don't was? know, conspiracy to what? You know, I mean, you can yeah. conspire about all sorts of things.
0: Hard to tell. Maybe but was, I, I remember seeing that and looking at it, but I just can't. For the life of me, remember what it was.
2: Mm, yeah, uh, October eleventh, Jean was cited by three re- three waitresses at a restaurant in Monterey. You guys know where Monterey is, right?
1: California?
2: Yeah, somewhere yeah. in California. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we were ta- still talking about California. Yeah,
2: still in California. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's a ways up the coast from LA. That's almost to San Francisco.
1: Well, I mean, it's not as though you can't like drive that far. I mean, oh, yeah. you oh, can very easily. technically drive from Portland to LA in one day. Yeah.
2: I would, now. Yeah. I wouldn't want to try you got to
0: remember the speed of travel of cars and the roads at that time. It was yeah. a mu- Sure, but it, it,
1: given it, it, a couple days, LA to the Bay Area. I'm, I'm, I'm not oh,
0: disagreeing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, that's what I'm saying not. Is that just because we can go to Portland, L.A. in a day now doesn't mean that was the case before. Sure. Yeah,
1: but yeah. to say, like, oh, it seems impossible that she no, could have no, made it no, to I mean, Fresno Monterey or Monterey. Is, like, oh, yeah.
2: not would no. a
0: plausible yeah. drive in yeah. a day and a half.
2: Yeah. 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 Even without Interstate 5. Yeah. It could be done. So her next sighting, October 12th. So somebody reported that he saw her at a bus depot in Stockton.
1: I actually don't know where Stockton is. It's Stockton, California. California.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Central, uh, Central California, Central. like oh, what, just like a, maybe 100 miles east of San Francisco. Oh,
1: okay,
3: sure. Yeah. yeah. Just,
2: yeah. Oh, of course, on that same day, the, the famous movie guy, Kirk Douglas, called the police up and swore it totally wasn't him in that note. <laughs> <laughs> Next day, October 13th, she is cited, Gene, that is, is cited in North Hollywood by Shirley Ann Morse, who was a 13-year-old girl who knew Gene. Apparently, they were friends. And so this might be a more reliable sighting. Although mm. what she was doing hanging out in North Hollywood, I don't know. But apparently, Shirley saw her in a car with an older-looking guy, and she looked nervous and frightened. I bet Shirley said, was
1: an actress. Don't you think she was also like a bit actress? Mm-hmm. Don't you think? I mean,
2: I think I thought she was a schoolgirl, but hey, maybe. Maybe that's how they knew you each can... other from the movies From the yeah, movies or something. Yeah, that she,
1: that she had done some bit parts in movies that Jean had also been a bit part. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's... Jean played her mom once.
2: Mm-hmm. There know. you go. I don't know. But uh, that might be a more reliable sighting. I don't know. Yeah. But, and after that, no no major sightings reported. And on October 18th, the police called off the investigation. Hmm. Yeah, they said they believed that she had just taken off and was, was you like know... Like,
1: ten, ten days later, right? Is that... That's big yeah, well, actually, seven, they, did,
2: they didn't really start their investigation until uh, the 9th, so... So, like, nine, days, nine later.
1: days later. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Hey, guys, if I ever disappear, I want you to make sure the police look for me for longer than nine days.
2: We'll make sure they go at least ten. Yeah,
1: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. seems reasonable. At least yeah. ten. Yeah. Ten is
2: an acceptable number. I agree, yeah. yeah. I, I can just see it now. We're going to be... A, we will not let you quit We will not let you abandon her Until tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> As uh, time went by They continued to receive Reports of sightings From all over the co- Sightings of genes From all over the country
0: As uh, tends to happen Yeah,
2: yeah. Huh? She was
1: also, like, a, an attractive but fairly nondescript white female.
2: Yeah, I would so. say that it'd be very easy to mistake her for a lot of mm-hmm. other people. Uh, yeah, other people I, for her. I was
0: looking at the pictures of her from the, the number of movies that she was in, mm-hmm. and she was probably great as an extra because mm-hmm. she didn't have a defining look. Yep.
2: Yeah, she's not going to steal the scene from the main nope. star. No, you change her
0: hair, she looks completely different. You change her makeup, she looked completely different. I'm yep. looking at, somebody had a collage of her photos. Uh-huh. And she didn't look the same in any of them. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I don't. Uh, I don't put a lot of stock in any of these. She was seen as, as far away as Mexico City. hmm And in the 1950s, she was supposedly seen with Davy Ogle and Frank Nicoli in El Paso, Texas.
1: That makes sense. I yeah. actually
0: really like that one.
2: Yeah. But I have holes with it. But I'm sure we'll talk. Yeah. About it. I, I I I take that one with a grain of salt. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll cover that why I, why I take that one with a grain of salt later on when we talk about the mm-hmm. seven the theories. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so what was she up to that night, before we get into the theories? The, the police, as you know, she was going to go check, go see the ex and then go make a movie. Mm-hmm. The police checked with the ex, and he said he hadn't seen her in weeks. Mm-hmm. And his new wife backed up his alibi. Uh, they also checked her story that she was going to be filming uh, on a movie set that night. They checked, apparently, with all the movie companies around town, the Screen Extras Guild, etc., and apparently no, she wasn't scheduled to work on any movies that night. Mm.
0: And they weren't actually doing any movies that night.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, apparently not, yeah. And uh, this this was back in the day too. They didn't they didn't do as much location filming mm-hmm. back in the old days, especially I think probably at night. So they yeah. did a lot more studio stuff. Uh That's what the back lot is for. Uh, One other thing that they managed to unearth is they talked to a girlfriend of hers who said that uh, Jean had told her that she was pregnant, three months pregnant.
3: Mm.
2: And that led to speculation that uh, when she left on Friday, she was actually going to go out and get an abortion, Mm. which is why she told all these lies about seeing the ex and making a movie. Which
0: Pretty standard in that ten, that time frame because it was illegal. Mm-hmm.
1: Though I don't know why you would loiter around a farmer's market for ninety minutes waiting for somebody. <laughs> yeah. Prior, but sure. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's exactly. not
0: normally where you meet the doctor.
1: Not usually. Yeah, not but, really.
2: you know. Yeah. Well, you just go to the kindly the kindly farmer abortionist guy over there. And, ah. yeah. So let's talk about some theories. Uh, a, a big time theory is. Uh, Remember the note said I'm going to see Dr. Scott. Yeah. And so then everybody's the question on everybody's mind is, well, was Dr. Scott an abortionist, and did she die in a bo- in a botched abortion? And for, to me, I don't really buy this because her I movements agree. that night suggest that she wasn't going. Up, I mean, you don't hang out in the farmers market like you say for right. ninety minutes. And then there was a, a six hour gap between the farmer's market and the cheese box at one-thirty that morning. Mm-hmm. And the which, cheese
1: box is pretty much confirmed sighting. Is that true? Uh,
2: I think so. Yeah. I think so. But okay. I'm not I'm not 100% convinced. But I
0: was sure. going to say, I question it because I, it's kind of like the guy at 9 a.m. in the bar. Mm. It's a bunch of people in a bar. Sure. Yeah. But, and mm. I, there's been times when I was out having a couple of drinks and I wasn't sure if I saw Joe. But
1: wasn't mm. it the waiter that...
2: It was uh, the, the the one thirty a.m. sighting was actually the restaurant manager, I believe. So I would try. Oh, okay, that. So yeah. not yeah. a patron who's having a who's, couple. Yeah, somebody who's sober. So that's that's I put some weight on that, mm-hmm. I guess. But uh, still, assuming that was her. Then there was plenty of time to perform an abortion, but she was seen alive and well at 1:30 a.m. Mm-hmm. The other thing I don't I don't get is why would you dump the purse in the park rather than throwing it in a, in a dumpster?
1: Especially with like a note like that. With an I
2: incriminating know. note yeah. in it with your name on it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was, you know, I would definitely have gone through the purse to make sure my phone and my phone number, my name, not nothing that points to me was in there. I mean, mm-hmm. wouldn't you?
0: That that well, I think we've talked about this before. Logically, from our perspective, that makes sense. But if you are frantic to cover up something, when people do frantic things, they don't think them through and they just stash something or you know, they just mm-hmm. chuck it.
1: Okay, but I, I guess in, in defense of Joe's thing, and not to, you know, like really go too deep yeah, into it. Yeah, we don't need to go too far We in don't, this, but... but, you know, at this point in time, abortions were not only legal, but often botched. And if you are performing illegal abortions it's likely that you've botched a couple uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. so you probably kind of know what to do yeah you're not gonna have that like major freak out this is yeah yeah which Is all i will say about it and i think we should move on to the next yes mm-hmm. well,
2: <laughs> I, I, I agree just one other thing though is that was just one other thing that he did uh he did an excellent job of disposing of her body which is a lot tougher than getting rid of a purse yeah exactly he did a, he did a bang up job of doing that yeah and then, and then he screws up all over the place yeah. on the purse. that so.
1: seems unlikely yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, next there, her ex, Dexter Benner. Uh, they apparently there were some rumors of abuse during the relationship, mm-hmm. and uh, they'd had that nasty custody fight over the daughter, and he obviously wanted the doctor, the daughter back. Mm-hmm. So murdering Gene would uh, would be just the thing to do if you want to get your daughter back. Mm-hmm. But of course, as we said, he had an alibi, although it's not something I would consider rock solid because you know your wife, your wife might, wife might lie to cover for you.
0: Uh, well, and here's the thing, he and his. New wife had been married exactly a, or almost a month, yeah. give or take, a little bit. So, of course, she's going to cover for him. As soon as I read the wife said she was with him all night long, I'm like, of course, that's what you would say. I'm not saying that she's lying, mm-hmm. but that is just one of those things that just automatically I have to question mm-hmm. because so often people do that mm-hmm. yeah. and, and get proved that they're lying.
2: Yeah, and so yeah, you got to take that with a grain of salt. But again, she lied about going to a movie set. So after after, and that's why
0: I'm not Mm -hmm. I'm not harping on it because she, Jean's done some things that are throwing red flags everywhere. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. My my personal theory as to why she lied, why why she lied about what she was going to go do, is that her mother was out of town, sister in law is visiting. And she's going to dump her, her kid on the sister-in-law while she, she goes out. She needs a night off. Yeah. She, yeah.
1: She's a young, stressed-out mother. Of yeah, course yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, off. but,
2: but uh, she probably felt a little embarrassed because she probably felt like, gee, you know, she's my guest. She's here in town, mm-hmm. you know, and and uh, I should really be hanging out with her. And instead, I want to go out and party or I want to go out on a date. So mm-hmm. she lied. She well, said, right. I've got to go see my ex and I've got to go work on a movie. Let's, you know? let's
0: be honest. We've
2: all got family
0: members who were super nice people that suck to hang around oh yeah oh yeah you're boring oh why do i have to listen to you You, all you talk about is this one thing all you talk about is my
1: dead brother your dead husband and how much you miss him like yeah you know i'm sure that there there's a lot of explanation there's myriad
0: reasons why she might want to ditch her
2: yeah and so but i i think it was she just she just wanted to go out and party or do something i don't know what and um Anyway, so the ex, I don't think she was going to see the ex. And I, I tend to believe his story. They certainly never found any evidence yeah. to support any of that stuff. Uh, next theory, blackmail. So well, was she pregnant with Kirk's love child?
1: Kirk Douglas.
2: Or Kirk somebody. The girlfriend who told the police that Jean was pregnant also said that Jean told her that she was going to be coming into a lot of money soon. Didn't say how or why, but that would suggest that she was expecting a big blackmail payoff, huh?
0: I so, w- I never saw that.
2: Yeah, if she had been blackmailing somebody, that'd be a good motive to kill her. Yeah. Of course, maybe she wasn't blackmailing. Maybe maybe Kirk, to say or whoever had gotten her pregnant. He had a lot of money and a lot of and, didn't, and he basically paid her off. Basically said, "Look, if you have an abortion or whatever, I'll pay you $25,000 to just just go away. Just go away, you know, and so she and so maybe that's what it was. There was no blackmail involved at all. That's but possible. the The problem is, it's still you know. I,
0: I, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just sitting here mulling it over, and I guess it is possible. I've seen uh, probably too many Hollywood drama things, whether they're real or made up by Hollywood, where that that stuff happens. So I I can see some credence in it. Mm-hmm. I don't really add a lot of sock to it, but I can see some credence in it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, it makes a lot more sense just to pay somebody off rather than murder them. You know, because that's usually the easier route. Yeah. Uh, of course, one, one problem with this is there's still the whole question of the, purge, the purse, well, the, the purse with the incriminating note with Kirk's name on it. Of course, it maybe wasn't a guy named Kirk. I mean, who knows? But there was the incriminating purse note. And, and uh, why, th- why throw it at the park? Why not throw it in the garbage can? Why why tear the handles off of it, which, which it would indicate, set up a lot of red flags, and which would indicate violence to the police. So that just doesn't make any sense. Okay, next theory. The black Dahlia Killer did her in. Oh. Yeah. So that happened like uh, about three years before. Mhm. Of course you guys are familiar with the with that whole thing. This young yeah. brunette actress, aspiring actress like her uh, like Jean Spangler, mm-hmm. was found murdered in a like in a vacant lot and her body had been basically cut in two.
3: Mhm.
2: Yeah, and it was hideous like you know. and so they thought at first when she disappeared they thought the black dahlia killer was still out there. And the police the police actually believed this, so though um, wait, that... wait, wait. Back up. So, because
0: yeah. my timeline, I'm trying to remember. The Black Dahlia murders happened before Gene disappeared.
2: Yeah. About okay, three not years the before. other way around. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah.
0: Somehow in my head, I'd mixed it up. So I was just <laughs> double checking.
2: Oh, no. Yeah. No. yeah but uh and so the police were really thinking this but as time went by and a hideously mutilated body didn't turn up the theory was uh, pretty much put out to pasture.
1: I don't know, I guess maybe, you know, you've three years to like perfect your your craft or whatever, right? I I mm-hmm. guess I can kind of see like maybe the person who killed the black dahlia is actually like has improved and mm-hmm. got be. better at hiding a body. But that could be. Also probably not.
2: The next theory is uh, it was collateral damage in a mob hit, because mm. as we know, she was hanging out with this mobster guy.
1: Yeah,
2: and so if she just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, and mm-hmm. there was a gangland killing, and she might have been, uh, or they've been caught in a crossfire, or maybe they just thought, well, she's a witness killer. Mm-hmm. So that's so that's uh, a possibility. I'm not putting a lot of stock in that one. I don't. I don't. There's no evidence that she was actually still hanging out with that guy. Because again, she was, she had a new boyfriend, and so I don't know that she was seeing that. What's his name, Davy Davy Ogle? Ogle, yeah. Ogle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Was, so I I don't I don't really put a lot of stock in this one. Uh, the next one is th- those two guys at the cheese box restaurant that she was arguing with. I'm guessing maybe she won the argument, and that really ticked them off. Eh, yeah, possible. <laughs> you made that up. Uh, yeah, I kind of did. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, you won the argument, but we get the last word. Bang. Mm. Yeah. Uh ah, next theory, Lieutenant Scott. So the police turned up another interesting thing from her past. Uh, about four years before, while her husband was off at the war in the, in the Pacific, Jean had had an affair with uh, a guy named. He was like a, an Air Corps lieutenant his name was His last name was Scott, I guess they call, she called her Scotty, and apparently he was abusive. she wanted to leave him he threatened to kill her if, he, if she did She eventually managed to break it off and last the last time she saw him was in one thousand nine hundred and forty five four mm-hmm. years before mm-hmm. there 's no evidence that he became a doctor. Remember the note said doc going to see dr scott yeah yeah
0: oh that 's right because the the cops like Poured through and, and yeah. interrogated every doctor whose name last name was Scott. Mm-hmm. I thought
1: they poured over and interrogated every doctor, not just Scotts.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, oh, the, 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 what them. I read, I thought they 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 couldn't just hit every doctor, mm. so they were after all the ones that had last name of Scott. But then the thing is, is that there's guys who do things on you know on the slide that go mm. by. A code name. Yeah. So Dr. Scotty could mean mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So it's, uh, it could have been an abortionist. It could have been a dentist. I mean, it could have been, who knows? Yeah.
0: Veterinarian.
2: Yeah, yeah it could have been a vet. Yeah. Uh, also, besides the fact that he wasn't a doctor, why would she go to see the guy if she was afraid of him?
0: Yeah, because he was a jerk and she had stopped hanging out with him because, as you said, he was abusive.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so much for Lieutenant Scott. Next theory, uh, she ran away from home. And this, remember, Davy Ogle disappeared at the same time she did, which led people to speculate that perhaps they had left town together to start a new life. Mm. Yeah, I know. Uh, I don't like it. No, I don't either. She was dating a new guy for one thing, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently she was happy about that, according, mm-hmm. according to a witness. And I don't think she would have abandoned her daughter. Yeah, I mean, she
1: called from the farmer's market. Yeah,
2: I mean, she, uh, exactly. She uh, obviously cared about her her daughter. She obviously, if you read anything about her, had a lot of shortcomings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you know. Well, uh, well,
0: the the thing about Ogle is there's that one report that says, That I think it was March of 1950 is when they say that that she was, quote-unquote, spotted somewhere in Texas. El Paso. El Paso. Paso. Okay. Well, the funny thing is, unless she did have the pregnancy terminated, she'd have been about six or seven months pregnant at that time. Mm -hmm. So you would think that whoever had seen her and said oh, yeah, that's Jean, and wow, she's super pregnant. Unless Instead, she... it was just, oh, yeah, there's Jean. Yeah, she looked like she always did, you know, slim dancer's body, beautiful as can be. Unless mm-hmm. she
1: wasn't pregnant and that girlfriend was lying. I mean, it's totally she... possible. Like, that, she... That's a very valid point. Or, or she that she lied, lied to that... the girlfriend. She lied to the
2: girlfriend, yeah, that's entirely possible. She was lying to Kirk, too, yeah. to blackmail him.
1: Maybe. Yeah. She's just
2: eating a lot of bonbons. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been. Three
1: yeah. months. I mean, you can't really
0: tell. at no, no, but, three but, months. Well, that's why I, I know at three months, but at six and seven, you can't hide that.
1: Yeah, but I, I oh, guess yeah. I just generally assume she wasn't actually pregnant, but hey, that's me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. It's highly possible she wasn't pregnant. Her mother, after she, her mother got back and everything, her, mother's, mm-hmm. her mother also said that she would never abandon her family. Yeah. And so, you know, you gotta, you got to believe her mother. Her, her her mother obviously didn't know her that well because she was up to a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that her mother, mother wasn't, like, in on. But
0: uh, Well, she's a 26-year-old. Yeah. Of course you're going to do things that you don't tell your parents about. Uh-huh. I mean, that's just kind of this standard operating procedure. I don't
1: think that's a just a like a 20s thing. I think your whole life, you kind of just do things, and like generally, your parents don't necessarily need to know about that. Very so, true.
2: The mean, there's a
0: lot of things that I don't tell my family about.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's shameful things that my whole family doesn't know about me, like, for example, this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't know about it. They never will. No, actually, they probably will someday. When we become really famous.
1: We already are really famous.
2: Oh, that's right. Good point. Another problem I have with this theory that she ran off either by herself or with Davey Ogle is that uh, she actually passed up a really good chance to make some money because her ex, Dexter, who apparently was a plastics manufacturer, had some money, wanted the daughter back. And so she knew she was going to blow town and that means the daughter goes back to Dexter. Then why wouldn't she approach Dexter and say, hey, you know, give me a couple of grand uh, and I'll, I'll give custody back to you and that, that's it.
0: well there's a point there but that also again that just circles me back to him mm-hmm. because of course once she disappears the court re-awards him custody of their daughter mm-hmm. And he goes right back to his same old behavior of the grandmother is trying to visit the daughter Mm -hmm. and he keeps blocking it, not letting her see her. And I think that the grandmother tried to take some kind of legal action against him. Yeah. At which point he just said, oh, okay, great. And left the state.
2: Yeah, no, he he was.
0: I'm gone. Good luck.
2: He, yeah, he was sentenced to 5 days suspended in jail. Yeah. For 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 not uh, abiding by because because apparently it was the court ordered him to allow the grandfather the grandmother to see the daughter. Right. And then uh, he continued to be obstructive and so he was sentenced to 15 days in jail, not suspended. And that's when he he, he took the wife and the and the daughter and left the state and moved to Florida, where he lived until he was 87 years old. Um, so there's just uh, no good theories about this, but another another theory that I have that's not really one that you see all over the internet is that uh, she perhaps was she perhaps had a sideline. I mean, let's let's remember she was broke,
1: super broke, per,
2: super broke. Perhaps, and I hate to say this, but perhaps she uh, had a sideline as say an escort, mm-hmm. or well, and, and,
0: and she she was a dancer. She was a very attractive woman
2: mm-hmm.
0: by I would say modern and classic. Standards, yeah. so it wasn't as if you know she couldn't have done that. Uh-huh. Well, it
1: would also explain why she was sighted with multiple different men at the same location.
0: Yeah,
2: right at
1: night it would also trying explain, to find a John. Yeah, and then it would also explain why you would lie, right? You yeah,
2: would... you don't want to tell people, hey, I'm going to go, mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and do a little prostituting, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Yeah, mom may just think that. Yeah, she goes and and she does these night shoots, you know, two or three days a week,
2: mm. and
0: you know the studio is paying her pretty decently for. Being an extra in a night yeah. shoot, so what the heck? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. And then well, you know,
1: conveniently, none of those movies ever actually get made, yeah.
0: right? Yeah. Or uh, well, no, they they cut my scene. Yeah. sorry which actually happens to people all the time yeah Yeah,
2: I was in an extra movie years ago and I I finally years later got around to watching the movie to see if I could find myself in it because when I went to the Mm -hmm. set it was a big crowd scene so I wore a bright orange (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt even so I could never find myself yeah Yeah, they cut my scene damn it (laughs)
3: they
2: Uh, they were like
0: you know we'd use this scene except there was that that idiot in the orange (laughs)
2: shirt Uh, uh, on the orange shirt yeah Uh, it was it was hilarious huge crowd scene and it's like this uh this one guy these this, this couple movie? uh roller coaster with george Siegel and timothy bottom don't
1: look at me i have ago. no idea that, i've never that was never a this.
2: blockbuster yeah but there's this one couple they were kind of what's the word i'm saying kind of trashy looking they you know kind of they kind of look not. they, they not, were extras yeah they were among the extras okay. we were all extras and so and so there's a, there's the guys with the bullhorns directing us around, telling us where to go. And at the, at the beginning of the first scene, she climbs up on his shoulders and she's like all going like this and waving her arms in the air on his shoulders and everything. And, uh, and then when we're done. They say, cut, you know, and then the guy with the bullhorn goes out and says, Hey, that's really awesome. I'm really nice to touch what you guys did. You're going to have to do that in every take.
3: <laughs> <laughs> every where take go. today.
2: <laughs> Good job, stupid. Yeah, I know. Uh, that was a total, total diversion there. Uh, so, But as as we know from our intensive our, our research of Jack the Ripper, among other things, that if you if you engage back to the whole she might have been an escort or a prostitute kind of thing, um, if you engage in that, well, you run a chance that you're going to meet Mr. Serial Killer.
0: Well, Um, and not even Mr. Serial Killer. There's the crime of opportunity. Gentlemen who take upon those services aren't always in the clearest frame of mind. And I mean that from both. They're intoxicated on something, whether it be booze or drugs, or they're not always uh, 100% square in the head. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's just, these things happen. Mm -hmm. And that's why that, that, that uh, profession, and I'm using that term loosely, but mm-hmm. that profession uh-huh. is notoriously dangerous. Yep.
2: Well, it kind of is. Yeah. So uh, I think that it's it's entirely possible that this guy, say, if she met up with a guy and the guy had wheels, to get to to get to Griffith Park from there, if they were, if she was still hanging out on Sunset where the cheese box was, to get to Griffith Park, it's a straight shot. You go east until you get to Western Avenue, and you turn left, go north, takes you straight there. And they 're very easy, so he might have said you know let's let go to some place a little more romantic than than sunset strip let 's go up to Griffith Park, and then what 's up there? Well, you know once uh, she, well, she realizes that things are kind of going south and that his intentions aren 't so good after all, then she tries to get away from him. He grabs her purse, she rips the, the rips it loose, he drops it, chases her down, and that 's the end of the story and he doesn 't yeah. bother going back for the purse.
1: The only thing is the note."
2: The well, the note doesn't make any difference. This is a random dude, he right? Doesn't... But
1: I get the the note still isn't explained.
2: Well It doesn't have to be, though. I mean,
0: it could just be a random something that's that she true. was writing to her friend yes, that yeah. worked at the food cart. Yeah, at yeah. the at the that's the, fair. the place. Uh, All right. Yeah, at I the don't... movie lot. The, well, but you know, the other thing is that I know that I'm, this is going to sound like I am just beating up on the Kurt Douglas theory again, mm-hmm. but I just. I really have a hard time letting go of that only because of all of the stories of his bad behavior. And mm-hmm. we'll leave out the the whole story about a rape that he supposedly did. But he mm-hmm. was notorious for being a player and knocking women around.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He
0: was known for, for being that guy. So, you know, and he, he went to houses of ill repute, supposedly, on a regular basis. So I could see him being one of those dudes who's like, hey, you're a cute extra. Why don't you come to my trailer? And then when suddenly there's, you know, a, a product of that union, he's not doing it. He's just like, oh, well, I guess I could pay her off. You know what? No, I'm, I'm not going to pay her. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take care of this. Or I'm going to have somebody take care of it. Which is then would give the guilty conscience why, what, it was three days later he called the cops?
2: Uh, no, it's a 12th, 12, so it would have been about five, five six days, days suddenly or about four days later.
0: Yeah, suddenly he's just, you know, freaking out. Like, oh, my God, I didn't think this would be this, you know, in, in the news so big. I got to do something about it. I just, I have a really hard time letting go of what i read about him mm-hmm. and it, their connections seems very slight i admit but it's really hard for me to let go just from the things that i've read about him
2: yeah the uh i mean definitely if you wanted to get ahead in hollywood if you're an if you're an aspiring actress in those days the casting couch was pretty much a given for almost every actress in those days and so it was, and probably it wasn't just the studio, the studio bigwigs that you had sex with. You probably, in order to get an in, have a connection, um, you know, have sex with Kirk Douglas or, well, and or he some was, other famous artist. He actor. was
0: the top dog on the pile. Yeah, he at was that the superstar,
2: time. yeah. yeah. He, was, he was the man. Yeah. So... yeah, no, he was the Chuck Norris of the day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Can we we move away from that? I'm sorry I brought that
2: up. What's wrong with Chuck Norris? Oh, my
0: gosh. Just just keep going, please. Yeah, okay.
2: All right, now that we're done slandering uh, Kirk Douglas, uh, (laughs) I guess we can wrap it up. Do you guys have any more thoughts? No. No, no, my slandering Kirk Douglas
0: evidently was the only thing I had to say.
2: Yeah, yeah, and
1: I just think it's a huge old mystery.
2: It's a, it's a big, it's old mystery.
1: Unsolvable, it, I think it's unsolvable,
2: Joe. it's next big old mystery too. I, you know, I mean, it may well be too that uh, you never know who. I mean, because she she was in eight movies, uh, uncredited, of course. <laughs> but I mean, she
1: was in eight whole movies. Yeah, realize. yeah.
0: But, but what I mean it's is, I mean really is that prolific, she had a extra. total of four and a half minutes mm, of film that's time, a lot. Uh, if
2: that much. Uh, yeah, but. The thing about it is, is in, in her, she was she was attractive, and she probably atta- attracted the attention of not just Kirk Douglas, but probably some other movie star types. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, she may have had some things going on with other other Hollywood
0: ne'er actors, do wells
2: actors, ne'er do wells. I mean, yeah, so, who knows? Yeah, so maybe it wasn't Kirk Douglas. It could have been a studio head. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think now that we've, uh Well, we haven't quite solved this one. We'll, we'll put this. We'll make this uh, almost there, but not quite.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this three and a half stars on the solved rating. Yeah, mm. I
1: think that's fair. Three
2: yeah. and a half stars on a scale of fifteen.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's, that's about right.
1: Yeah, it's about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, so, folks, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, of course, you if you don't know where to find us, you can find us on iTunes. Please, of course, stop to give us a rating and maybe leave a little review or something like that. We really like those. You can find us on Facebook, and of course, if you find us on Facebook, you have to like us. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have to, but it'd be nice. And we have a group on Facebook, too, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. we do. So, yeah, join the group. You can also find us on Stitcher, uh, although if you found us on Stitcher, you're probably not hearing this, because Stitcher has developed this tendency to truncate our episodes. <laughs> That's something we're working on, uh, but yeah. It's, Someday they will figure out what's going on. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. I'm sure it's even more frustrating for the people who are streaming our episodes. You can also send us an email at our email address which is sticking sideways podcast at gmail.com.
1: Y'all have been great about that. Yeah, we've been getting down. a lot
2: of lots of emails lately. Uh, and uh, don't so many suggestions yeah lots of great suggestions we
1: try of... it's we're kind of hitting this point right where we like try to have a good mix of like listener suggestions and things we've come up with but at this point you guys have like either recommended everything that i ever knew about yeah or like there are so many piling up and i feel bad about not doing them that just get ready because i think it's possible that like for the next year all of my episodes are going to be listener suggestions
0: yeah That's so a... sorry everyone well, yeah no and, and i've got a few ideas for how we might handle some of that that we'll we we'll everybody know once we we suss it all out so. oh yeah. secrets i'm yeah. always always scheming and planning of yeah course. and I,
2: I i did not actually check the list of listener suggestions to see if somebody had suggested gene spangler i know i found this one on my own so
1: no, no, but no. like, you know, just this week we got an email that I happened to be on and respond to. And, you know, this person said, oh, I'd love to hear you tackle this mystery. And I was like, wow, I was literally just thinking about doing that next week. Cool.
2: <laughs> no, that's, a, <laughs> that's, the, that's my when I was researching uh, Laurie Erica yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same thing. And then I checked the email and it's like, yeah, well, can't you do this one? And it's like, yeah, yep. well, I guess Actually, you're we a lot.
0: I guess yeah. we'll we'll get that right to you. I yes. guess so,
2: yeah. 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 Will you ask, we obey." And so also, if you want to find this episode uh, somewhere and you don't want to go to iTunes or Stitcher, you can find it on our website. Because
1: you're not listening to it right now. Yeah, Just yeah, like yeah exactly, there. exactly.
2: <laughs> well, okay, so if you want to find future episodes, mm-hmm. let me put it that way, uh, uh, Thinking Yeah, there, You'll find yeah. links also. And um, also there's a survey. So if you uh, want to take a moment to fill out the survey, that'd be really cool. It's not one of those long, tedious ones, right? No,
0: no. It's it's, it's pretty like, short.
2: It's like, you know, like, like, like would you give your Basically, first born yeah, male think child like to thinking or sideways or podcast? Simple. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay.
1: Easy. All right. I'll go take it right now.
2: Yeah. Me too. I'm mean, got to take it like 50 or 60 times. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always do with Answer differently
0: every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, folks. Well, that's it until next week uh, for Thinking Sideways, the podcast. <laughs> this is Joe signing off.
0: We'll talk to you guys next week.
1: I, I apologize for my co host. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bye. <laughs>